If you don't like this, we can't be friends. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Hey, uh, before we get to that, uh, Michael's getting married this weekend. Yes. How many people from work are coming? How many people from work? Uh, quite a few, I'd quite say. Quite a few? I mean, people that you've, uh, some past employees, too, that you'll recognize. Okay. Uh-oh. Any uh, any that hate us? Any no. Bo- any bosses? No. Okay. No, no okay. bosses. Any that kind of hate us? Well, no, I, I think you're going to recognize people go, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in a while. This is great. Oh, no, that- am I supposed to remember their names? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, for what it's worth, there will be names on the tables because, oh, cool. yeah. But no bosses. No, no bosses. Okay, that's good. No. Yeah. Boo yeah. bosses. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, that changes the vibe, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, less than it used to. <laughs> um, so uh, if you don't like this, we can't be friends. It reminds me at the end of the radio show, we were talking about how... Um, was it forty uh, percent of Americans say they have no friends who who think differently politically or follow the other party or whatever? I'm surprised right. there are sixty percent of Americans who do at this point. You got well, me. that was zero. Forty percent that zero. Then there was like thirty oh, percent okay. that have a couple. Yeah, and um, from there, but yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of weird to be discussing this during the uh, COVID nineteen thing because I think everybody's social circle is narrowed, hasn't it? I don't hang out I mean, with anybody. even if you're pretty, uh, we're, we're kind of in the middle, Judy and I. We, we do social occasions now and again, but um, not much and not many people. I'd be I, so bored if all my friends agreed on stuff. What are these conversations? Just a circle of bobbleheads? Yeah, yeah, I agree that too. I yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. No, because that doesn't happen. I, I never, almost never talk about politics, so it's, it's irrelevant. We neither agree nor disagree. We're talking about music or golf or, or whatever uh, mm-hmm. to a large extent. Anyway, uh, so here's the it I was talking about. Um, We have listeners who range from uh, quite cynical, very worldly, uh, very meta, if you will. And then we have listeners who are very, uh, what's what's the right description? Well, not cynical. Assholes. Oh, jeez. What's that? (laughs) Well... We have some co-hosts that answer to that description, too, apparently. Not very open-hearted, uh, very kind-hearted, oh, boy. Uh, simpler folk, which is fine. Um, and, and I like all kinds of people, but um, some might find Lee Greenwood's Proud to be an American to be a little sappy. Mm. Others love the song. I played that as a country music disc jockey when it was actually a new record. It's a it's a great tune. Just as a fan of of tunes from Beethoven to the Beatles, uh, etc. It's a really good tune. I I got to admit I got a little tired of the song because it was omnipresent there for a while after nine eleven. But it's a good tune. Lee Greenwood's a hell of a singer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's out with a new version of the song. Have you heard it yet? I have not. Ladies and germs. I couldn't have told you Lee Greenwood's still alive. He's still alive and he's still nailing it. Still sounds great. We're going to play for you in its entirety. This is a little weird, I guess, for this podcast, but what the hell? It's our podcast. Man, did the chicks dig Lee Greenwood back in the day. We, uh, One of his oh. ex-wives was uh, a loyal Armstrong and Getty listener. He I don't know that, how many ex-wives he has, honestly. It might just be one. He had that old, because it was the hot thing of the era, he had that whole like Miami Vice white suit jacket over a t-shirt. Sure. Beard stubble thing going. Loafers with no, no socks. Yeah, that women yeah. just loved. Right. 
Anyway, uh, this is a new version of the song that Lee sings, and every other voice you hear is an active duty member of America's Armed Forces. Okay. Right now. It's fabulous. Let it roll. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Where the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas oh from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say And what's really cool about it, the video, which we have at armstrongandgetty.com, is uh, everybody's in their fatigues, uh, almost everybody. Um, and they're in remote locations and the rest of it. I could bore you to death with the pros and cons of the modern age of digital recording, but it's kind of cool that people from all over the country could collaborate wherever they were on base uh, on that so song. all military people. Yeah. That's who that is. I like that. I'm yeah. thinking the guy with a beard like General Lee is probably a vet. I'm not sure what branch you can sport that beard in. 
There was one guy in there that sounded like that guy with the world's lowest voice. Yeah. Across the plains of Texas. The one. There you go. Oh, from sea to shining sea. Let that How'd guy do the whole song. Because <laughs> I marked it out as it was going. I wanted to highlight it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm a sucker for harmonies. He's yeah, gonna, you hit me stuff. with a harmony, and my heart does weird things. Oh, and these these kids and their fatigue singing along, and you know they mean it, and it's just a beautiful thing. And in the cynicism of today's media, especially, you forget that there are people who actually you know think and believe that. Well, and the uh, you know the sentiment is true. If I did lose everything and I had to start over with just my wife and kids, I'd be very, very glad that I'm doing it here. Oh yeah, because in most of the world, you're screwed. Right. It's like that great thought experiment. If you could, you know, well, it, it's it's rather long, but the long short Data of it Kardashian, is Kardashian. Which one would it be? If you could, which Kardashian <laughs> would you be? Um, no, if if you could choose a place on Earth. To be transported to, but you didn't know if you were going to be rich or poor, you know, what race, what color, what religion, whatever. Um, no idea. You're just going to get a fresh start. Where would you want to be transplanted by the magical hand that's going to transplant you? You know, there are, there are a couple, two tree choices that I think are pretty decent, but the U.S. of A. is sure as hell at the top of the list. So I thought that was nice. I thought that was moving when I saw that last night. I think I like that better than We Are the World. Can I see the guest list well, for you? Well, as far as I know, there are no child molesters in this one. <laughs> That's an excellent <laughs> point, Joe. <laughs> Just something. Can I see the guest list for your wedding, Michael? What? I'm just really? What co-workers are going to be there? You'll be no. surprised when you get there. I don't yeah. know how close we're going to be sitting to them. You'll well, be I... pleasantly surprised. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> That's always my experience with coworkers out in the wild, isn't it? Oh, I'm pleasantly surprised to run into you. <laughs> this is a treat. At least that's the face I'm putting on. Hey, guy. What's up, you? You know, now the advantage you have this year is that you could say, well, due to COVID, I'm going to move over here. I just want us both to be safe. Yeah, listen, the social distancing and all, but good to see you. I'm going to be like Cartman in the South Park pandemic special. I'm walking around with two yardsticks taped together. No, six feet, everybody just poking them with a stick. What's the booze situation at your wedding? Uh, You guys will get some champagne and wine, and then there's a bar right there, so if you want to buy extra drinks, you can get that. How... uh... How strict is the security? Is uh, If I'm bringing flasks in, is that going to be a difficult thing to do? If he's got airline bottles in his socks. <laughs> Clank. Don't Clank. mind the jingle Clank. jangle. Those are my spurs. <laughs> I doubt there'll be booze police. Yeah, I doubt that. So, Sean, uh, you booze might be able to slip police. something in. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to Judy whether we're going to break our booze fast for the wedding. Uh, it's almost we'll rude not to, we'll I say, to trying to start a fight. Well, you're the show pothead, though, Sean. You're not going to slip oh, in uh, some uh, some booze. Hey, everybody, it's the cops. <laughs> oh, it's legal now, Joe. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's uh, medicinal or recreational. I don't know. Whatever I'm allowed to say. The uh, no, I've I have a long history of oftentimes <laughs> splintering off with some of the the, the staff that is working weddings <laughs> and right. and, uh, mm-hmm. and finding a little discussion circle off somewhere off in the distance. <laughs> There you have it. Well, it'll be a pleasant setting, indeed. Sure, good time will be had by all, et cetera. I've been practicing the chicken dance. Yes. Well, I guess that's it.